Good afternoon. I'm Carmina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Welcome to the program. A former senior Philippine official makes public information in a 2013 drug operation in Bampanga, which he earlier gave to the Senate during an executive session. The testimony of former Criminal Investigation and Detection Group Director and now Baguio City Mayor Benjamin Magalong said he was asked by then PNP Chief Alan Purisima to investigate the police officers who were found to have purchased brand new vehicles following that operation. Magalong also said those police officers seized about 200 kilos of crystal meth, but declared only about 30 kilos. True enough, we were able to establish now around 200 kilos nga po talaga ang nakuha, as against the 38 kilos na dineclare nila. And how much would that be in terms of uh, street value? 648 million. Yes, 640 million. And change. Magalong added the policemen swapped the arrested suspect with a different man. It turned out that during the uh, presentation, it was not Johnson Lee that they presented, but another individual, a Chinese national by the name of Ding Wenkun. And based on the testimonies of the, those who witnessed the uh, turnover, ang sabi nila, Sir, hindi naman yan yung nahuli. Iba naman itong prene-presenta. According to our sources, si Johnson Lee po ay nagbayad po ng around 50 million for his freedom. Magalong said his team was able to file an airtight case against the airing cops, but they were simply demoted and not dismissed. When uh, General Petrasanta, who was the regional director, found out that we were investigating the case, he immediately relieved General Albayalde, who was then a police senior superintendent, and immediately conducted its own investigation and filed a case against the team of police superintendent Rodney Baloyo. In 2017, I got a copy of an order another administrative result of an administrative proceedings stating therein that that was dated October 17, 2017 that Police Superintendent Baloyo and the rest of the members of his team are simply demoted in rank. So, naging demotion na lang? Yes. Sino po nakapirma yes, doon? Mr. Chair. And this was signed by General Amador Corpus. He was then the regional director of Police Regional Office 3. Philippine Police Chief Oscar Albayalde meanwhile urges all parties to exercise caution in making grave allegations against the police force. Albayalde admits there are erring officers within their ranks, but the PNP is exerting efforts to weed them out. He also urged senators to bear the names of the so-called ninja cops or police officers who resell confiscated narcotics. As chief PNP, I'm equally compelled to ensure that the police force does not become the object of innuendos and that PNP officers are spared from being the subject of a blind item in the media, especially on the general allegation of abuse, corruption, and involvement in illegal drugs. Well, I was the NCRPO chief. I have endeavored to prove that 
that I am worthy of the confidence reposed upon me by the President, I still endeavor to do so today. Amidst insinuations made against me that cast aspirations upon my leadership as PNP chief. Hence, in the interest of fair play and impartiality, fundamental to a democratic society, I am appealing to Your Honor's high sense of justice to make public the record of the executive session that was requested during the previous joint committee hearing, as this will present our constituency and posterity with a balanced perspective. Metro Manila Police Chief Major General Guillermo Eleazar urging alleged drug queen Guia Gomez Castro to surrender to authorities. Based on latest intelligence reports, Eleazar says Castro is now in the United States. Philippine authorities are still tracking her down with the help of foreign counterparts. But Eleazar assures the public Castro's drug group has already been paralyzed. She left the country on uh, September 21, that was, I think, two or three days after uh, the, the hearing in the Senate that uh, the alleged drug, drug queen was mentioned. Based on the information that we obtained uh, uh, on uh, September 25 in the evening, well, from, uh, from Bangkok, uh, they went to, to Taiwan and uh, in the afternoon, uh, they flew to LA and arrived there around midnight. Alam niya na may warrant para siya and alam natin lahat siyan. And now he's in the United States that has, we have extradition treaty. So for sure, lumiit na yung mundo niya. At uh, makakabuti na siguro bumalik na lang siya at sumuko. Not necessarily. Speaking to ANC, Eliazar also provided more details about the alleged drug queen. She started early, what, decades ago. And uh, we believe that uh, the founder of uh, the Ninja Cup, the well, nagkaroon sila ng ng intimate relationship. Mm. And uh, he, she started as an asset or informant, but eventually, uh, nakita niya yung uh, pagiging lucrative nitong nitong uh, syndicate nito. And eventually, that's why one of his brothers, eh, talagang uh, pinapasok niya maging police. At nung purposely to, to, to penetrate the police force and eventually nandun na, eh, naka-recruit na siya ng ibang kasamahan. Uh, some of the, at least four of the, well, three of them, uh, the, the ninja cops na nandun sa listahan natin, ito yung mga batsmate or kasamahan niya na na-recruit nila doon. So, nung kapatid. Yes, and uh, during those times, uh, kaya nga ito naging problema natin. Nakita naman natin na protection na binibigay, hindi lamang within the organization, but may mga politician, and maraming mga narco-politicians narco are involved dito. Eliazar, meanwhile, admits there had been some misunderstandings between the Philippine National Police and the Philippine Drug Enforcement Agency. That's after Piedea Chief Aaron Aquino claimed drug recycling activities remained rampant in the police force, something police say is no longer true. Eliazar says issues between the two agencies have already been resolved show of force from China as it celebrated seven decades of communist rule Tuesday. Chinese President Xi Jinping led a massive display of military power in central Beijing. He pledged Beijing will stay on the path of peaceful development, but added the Chinese armed forces will resolutely defend China's security and sovereignty. The Chinese leader also declared no force can ever take or can ever shake China or stop the Chinese people and nation from marching forward. 
On to the unrest in Hong Kong now as violence marred the 70th anniversary of the People's Republic of China. Police clashed with pro-democracy protesters marching through Hong Kong's Wan Chai district. Several arrests were made. Activists are holding demonstrations in other locations. They're calling China's National Day a day of grief. The protests in Hong Kong began in June over a now-withdrawn extradition bill. They've since swelled into calls for greater democracy and the resignation of Hong Kong Chief Executive Carrie Lam. The Philippine consulate in Hong Kong warning Filipinos in the Chinese-ruled city to stay away from protest areas. The consulate general says Filipinos should avoid areas including Tamar Park and Admiralty, Causeway Bay and Mong Kok. Filipinos in Hong Kong are also advised not to wear black or white and to stay home as much as possible to avoid being mistakenly identified as part of the protests. Well, students have been the driving force of the anti-government protests in Hong Kong, but they've also been joined by other members of society, including the poor. These are Hong Kong's anti-government protesters, angry, faceless and young. But not everyone fits the description. Over the past four months, demonstrations have picked up some unlikely allies, like Lao Tit Man, 73 years old and homeless. He's one of more than a million people living in poverty here, often overlooked in one of the world's wealthiest cities. But Lao has found a place for himself among those pushing for change. At this ad hoc shrine, he pays tribute to protesters injured in the action. I'm here every day to stand for justice, to protect Hong Kong. Demonstrations began in June kicked off by an unpopular extradition bill. But they have since spiraled into a bigger struggle against Beijing's creeping control. Lao sometimes joins in. For the sake of the next generation, their well-being, I want to help overthrow bad laws and systems that damage the Hong Kong people. Lao first made a name for himself during the 2015 pro-democracy umbrella movement and was jailed for his participation. This year's demonstrations are a little bit harder to join in. They pop up across the city like flash mobs organized on social media. And Lo doesn't have a phone, but he keeps up on events with the help of his shortwave radio. Protests show no signs of slowing for the time being. And while many taking to the streets are students, there are also teachers and nurses and chefs and workers from the poorest districts of the city. People like Lao, struggling to get by, but wanting better for the next generation. And that's today's edition of Dateline Philippines. Thanks for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. You can watch highlights, recaps, and exclusive content of our shows online. Subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. For feedback, email us at ANCfeedback at abs-cbn.com.